everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes podcast. On this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to building a business and a life that you love. I offer faith-based coaching to women who are ready to take ownership of their lives so that they can live abundantly, body, mind, and soul. I help you take every thought captive so you can overcome limiting thoughts and take inspired action. If you're looking for clarity, confidence, coaching, and community, you've come to the right place. Your best life is waiting for you. This is your invitation. What do you say? Yes or yes? I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Let's get started. Hey guys, I'm so excited to bring you this conversation with my friend Cynthia Newton. She is the founder of Yoga in 3D and she's amazing. She's got lots of great tips for us. I've learned so much from her. She's all about helping women um, get out of pain, right? Heal their body and their mind and their spirit. And she does that through yoga and through meditation and she just yoga therapy. I mean, she knows so much and has been trained in so many things and it just comes together to really help people with their healing. And the 3D part, she says, is the function in your body, the freedom in your mind and flourish in your spirit. So function in your body, be free in your mind and flourish in your spirit, which I love. Um, so you're going to love Cynthia. And so without further ado, here is my conversation with Cynthia Newton. Thanks for being here, you guys. All right. Hi, Cynthia. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Sue, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for saying yes to this. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. I love chatting with you. I know it's fun. It's like, we got to remember that we're recording or we could talk for like a couple hours. <laughs> oh, always. Yeah. Always, always. I love it. Okay. Well, let's start with you just introducing yourself and letting everyone know what your business is and what it is that you do. Okay. I, um, I'm a yoga therapist. I started a company called yoga in 3d and I just, I love helping women. I help women work on restoring function and movement, freedom of mind, basically, so they can flourish in their God-given purpose. Oh, I love that. Okay, so explain the yoga in 3D. So I know you just kind of went through like function, freedom, and flourish. Is that what the 3D means? Or is it like body, mind, soul? Like help me understand yoga in 3D. Well, yeah, yoga in 3D is the body, mind, and spirit. Those are the three, but the body part is the function. So um, we want to be able to function and move well. And the mind part is the freedom. We want to have freedom in mind so that we're not stuck in old patterns, old beliefs. And the spirit is so that, you know, we all have a God-given purpose here. Mm -hmm. And we need to um, believe that, you know, that we're a child of God. And so when all those three are working together, that is when we're just going to really flourish and, and be what God wants us to be in our life. Uh, I love so, it. I love it. Yeah. Like, yes. Great big yeah. yes to, we all have a purpose and yeah. I, it's so connected and you know, and everyone listening knows I used to teach yoga. So I am such a huge fan of this. It's life changing. Like it's transformative yes. work. And I know you said you're a yoga therapist. Can you mm -hmm. tell us like, what does that mean for people who maybe don't know what that means? 
Yeah. So a yoga therapist is really just the difference between a yoga class and a yoga therapist is I work with people more one-on-one. And so basically instead of having uh, yoga classes are great, I teach yoga classes, but yoga therapy, we just really get to hone in and be specific on what you want to work on for your body at your time at that moment. So, um, it's just really more specific and you get one-on-one attention and you can ask questions out loud. I had a client this week, we were going through stuff and she, you know, we were going through the meditation part at the beginning of class and she just turned to me and she, you know, we were doing a one-on-one therapy and she said, wait, why do you always do this? And she said, I love that I can just stop you right here and ask you these questions. I've always wanted to know this in class. Yes. So it's just true one-on-one attention uh, with wherever your body, your mind, your spirit is at that time and what you need. I love that. It's personalized. Very personalized. Mm -hmm. So I know that people come to you with different things, like maybe they, their shoulder hurts, right? Or maybe their back hurts and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Is that why someone would seek out more of a yoga therapist or would it be more like they feel, I mean, I, what would make someone say, I need a yoga therapist. Yeah. So, um, I, so for all yoga therapy therapists kind of have different specialties. And so when we think of that yoga in 3d, that's kind of my, um, I think my specialty. So when we think of any one of those parts being out of sync, something gives. So whenever the, um, body might be in pain, yeah. The mind and spirit are always going to have either a part in it of why we're in pain or they're going to be affected as well. So if we kind of think of that spectrum, so they, for me, someone who's coming to see me, it can be any part of that spectrum. So it can be the body is in pain. You know, you have, you have foot pain, um, knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, neck pain. You're just not being able to do the things in life right now that you're really wanting to do, right. It's kind of stopping you down. You might be stuck. Yeah. Um, or in the mind, we might sit and do some more like meditative yoga and help kind of with some limiting thoughts and beliefs or, um, you know, the spirit side of it. So it just depends on really where you want to be in that spectrum, body, mind, or spirit. It's kind of like our, our body gives us warning signals sometimes. Right. And so people may come in there and say, my foot hurts. Um, and then they end up really needing that freedom of the mind, right. Or that spiritual, um, encouragement. And so I love I love it. I love the name too, yoga in 3d. Like, I just think that's so cool. What, how did you get started in all of this? Yeah. So it's a great, um, I I love that our stories in life always kind of lead us, you know, God uses what we've gone through as our story. And I think that's always part of our healing too. And it's something I weave in is that our stories are meant to be told for part of our healing. And so I got started in yoga. I had never taken a yoga class. I was um, in a 
12-step recovery group, my first husband was um, an addict and I was in a support 12-step recovery group. Um, we were going through a lot of challenges and um, a lady in our group owned a yoga studio. And she invited me to one of her restorative classes one day. And of course, I kind of went through that same, I was intimidated. I didn't know what to expect. I, um, but I went and I remember sitting there and we've gotten some of these poses and I just broke down crying. And I remember looking at her thinking, <laughs> what in the world is going on? Why is yeah. this happening? And her restorative classes were just amazing. And the way she um, would be able to express that how the body holds emotion and pain and um, our movement really releases that. And we don't even have to have the words for it. Mm -hmm. And so it was my first aha moment of how what I was going through in life was expressing itself in my body. And I had never had that aha moment before. Yeah. So I did yoga with her for quite a few years and then became a single mom. And it was always on my heart that I wanted to tell my story in a way I wanted to write a book or do something. Um, God kind of had placed that on my heart. Um, I have not thought it was the right time yet to, to write a book. Um, and so I became a single mom and then I got remarried to a wonderful man and um, God placed holy yoga in my life. I don't even remember how I found holy yoga. Yeah. And I remember one day telling my husband, um, Hey, I, I kind of want to do this. I want to quit my job. I want to do holy yoga training and do this. And he was like, okay. Oh, I love that he was like, okay, because that's, that's kind of like, scary. Okay. Yeah, he was. He was just like, okay. You know, we had four teenage kids at home at the time, and um, it, it was just a, a leap of faith, and it's it's been a crazy ride. It's been fun. So, so you went yeah. through holy yoga training, so then you, you're, you know, you get the 200-hour training in, and then did you hear about yoga therapy and you were like, okay, now I have to do that. Or did that come later? Like, did you start teaching classes first or how did that kind of unfold? I did it right after. Okay. Um, I, I was in the holy yoga training and I think therapy training was discussed yeah. during that time. And I was sold. I was like, yeah. that's what I want. Like yeah. the holy yoga training in and of itself, the 200 hour was more kind of for my healing Mm -hmm. And then I think the therapy was like, God just went like that, that's for you. Yeah. And I have not um, stopped learning since. You know, right. I, yeah. The learning never ends. And I think that's never people need to realize too, about like, if they're embarking on a yoga class, like you said, when you first went, you were kind of intimidated, like, what is this? And I don't, and they're, you're crying on your mat. You're like, what is even happening? Mm -hmm. And I think, but I want people to know who are listening, if they've never tried yoga before, like, don't be intimidated. The yoga teacher is still going through all of that as well. Like we sometimes even in teaching, I'm sure you're still, we're all healing. We're all still healing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, 
I love that because the learning never ends, like mm-hmm. no matter who you are or where you are, but just to be in this, cause I think yoga, so, so much of it is about awareness, like yes. bringing awareness to the body, bringing awareness to the mind. Like I remember when I first started learning, going to yoga and just learning how to, you know, quiet my thoughts, how to be mindful, how mm-hmm. to just breathe. And Mm -hmm. that monkey mind that's going a million miles a minute and all of the to-do lists and how to just kind of be still in that, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's so, it's like when you hear that for the first time and you start practicing for that first time and you really kind of get into that, it's like your whole life changes. I mean, not to sound dramatic, but your whole life changes. Yeah. I do. I think I, well, I mean, yes, I think what you were saying too, we never stop it's always something we keep learning and that's why I mean I have the the tagline it's a journey to wellness because we're never perfected right it is always something new and I agree I love the breathing and just the awareness um and I even think the awareness is always a journey You, you know you're aware of something else going on your body your awareness of the breath awareness just of everything and it's um it, I think to me, that was the biggest aha. Like it just, it shook my world. When I first, I was like, what are you talking about? Like my hips have something to do. And now, you know, almost 15, 20 years later, I'm studying the psoas muscle and fascia and understanding why, you know, have you ever heard a, you know, therapy, uh, a yoga teacher say, your hips are tight. I mean, you're holding emotion and you kind of go, I don't even know what that means. Right. right. And sometimes right. I continue, you know, it's, and there is a lot of information in, in the science behind that. And so it, it's really um, just the continual awareness and kind of what you were talking well, about. Well, and I, I think it, in, in, on that note, I remember like when you would do pigeon pose, like <laughs> you're, it, it's like so many people would cry in that pose. Yes. Mm-hmm. there's a releasing of that emotion that you've been holding in your hips. Yes. And, and it's so true. It's kind of like, you, you're like, what is even going on right now? But I love that it's so connected and that you can release it. I heard someone say that you, um, release your emotions through motion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And so yes. it's I love just that. moving and allowing yourself to just you know, understand that like it is connected. So if you're going to, you know, if you're in this recovery group and you have all these things, you're kind of talking about, that's awesome. But there's another layer of healing that comes when you start moving your body. Yes. And that's kind of on that spectrum of the mind. So in the mind, there's also, you know, our conscious and our subconscious Mm -hmm. and a lot of, of what we do, our movement, um, our trauma is stuff that, when we're in talk therapy or in 12 step recovery, we might not ever have words to get there. We, we might not in the sub in the conscious know what's really hurting us. Right. And so talk therapy is amazing and it's great, but it can take us to a certain point. So, um, kind of like yesterday, I, I worked with a client who the hour before went to talk therapy and then came straight to me. And we 
that's a lot of what we talk about is that as you begin to move and she started moving and start crying, she's like, I don't know why I'm crying. Like, <laughs> you know, as you, as like what you said, um, as we begin to move, we begin to release those emotions and their words like that. We might not ever be able to put words to that yes. um, because of the um, emotions and trauma that get held in the nervous system. That's, you know, or the nerves that are part of the fascia and just certain parts of the body. So, yeah, I learned that when I did trauma sensitive yoga training, when we read the body keeps the score Mm-hmm. And just uh, even like, um, healing through yoga was another book we read and just the mm-hmm. way that like talk therapy is so awesome. But when yeah. you do it in addition to, um, Perfect. some kind of yoga with it, yoga therapy, it's so extremely powerful. It's so mm-hmm. deep, mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I, so I have, go ahead. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I have people bring a journal Cause I, I, you know, that's what I say. I am not a counselor. I'm not a, that kind of therapist so that we'll move. And then I'll say, you know, if you bring a journal so that if anything comes up during that, that you can take to your therapist or counselor, you know, if that's something you want to discuss. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was always like, whenever I did yoga, there was always this time that, you know, at the end, when you do Shavasana, you're just more open to the spirit. Like Mm -hmm. I always felt God on my yoga mat and in a different way than I would, if I was just trying to sit down with scripture and it was going to be like almost, you know, I was kind of trying to get head knowledge in a way, or even if I was like praying, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I would like perform in that way of like, okay, I want to connect with God. So like, I'm going to sit here and connect with God, whatever. But when I would move my body I wouldn't have to think I want to connect with God. He was just in that. Like he was just so present. Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing. I think there's so much to the body that we won't ever learn. And I think God is just so amazing. And he like, you know, I think he's designed our bodies to heal. Mm -hmm. And I just, there's so much um, that I think even with research, we'll just never know because God is just so amazing. And um, that's why I love bringing God into it because we can do so much, but he is the ultimate healer. That's right. I always think about that, that, you know, even with, you know, you talked about recovery and I think Mm -hmm. you, you know, you said your ex-husband with addiction and all of that, like all of that, we all have stuff. And it's like, I think we can, Mm -hmm behavior modify ourselves, you know, we can, mm-hmm. um, we can like almost white knuckle ourselves, like through our own strength to a certain point. Um, mm-hmm. freedom <laughs> comes in Christ. And so if we want yes. freedom, we have to bring God into it. Exactly. Um, you know, um, okay. So tell me about, cause I know we've talked a little bit about this this has been a really hard year for people, you know, last year Mm -hmm. was tough and I know therapists, um, social workers, counselors, everyone is so, so, so busy. They're needed that we need more. Like people can't even fit in all the people who are trying to get appointments. And have you been feeling busier in this area as well in this time? Um, just recently, actually. Okay. Yeah. But, um, not, I mean, honestly, not in the last year, 
um, I kind of stopped down some of what I was doing. And so I'm just now starting to become busy. So like I've had four client, four new clients this week. Mm, that's um, a lot. That's yeah. Good. So it's, it's been a lot. It's been good. And I've had um, some other teachers um, reach out to me this week to come teach some classes around Alice. So oh, I, that. I, I think I've started to see um, some movement start to come back where people are wanting to actually meet in person again and willing to, you know, be in person again. Yeah, I think there was probably a, a point. I, I know for me in a lot of um, like the last year, it was more like, I didn't even know I needed help until I know, until I knew I needed help, which was like a year in <laughs> when you're kind of like, oh, okay, I've hit yeah. my limit. Like, yeah, I need to talk to somebody or I need to move my body again. I need to get into that yoga class. Right. But the yoga yeah. studios around here are just starting to open up as well. So I think, mm-hmm. I think we're all realizing what a year off from kind of taking care of ourselves, um, feels yeah. like, and it doesn't feel good. And we're like, okay, I'm taking, yes taking back my health. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a few like this week that it's almost like they've been in this waiting period and their body. I had one person this week, their body's been in pain and they've had, you know, these problems and it's almost like they just put themselves on hold for a year. And and when you finally get to the point where the pain is too much or the uncomfortable is too much, they, they finally reached out and they're like, okay, enough is enough. I'm ready now. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to move. And so you know, when you get to that point and you don't want that pain anymore and you're, you're ready to kind of deal with it and start your journey and move and, yeah, you know, then I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. So good. You know, people get to that point at different times, right? Yeah. When it starts to really affect your life or your mental point or your spiritual at some point. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about what you do is that you can make it personalized. And so it is going to be different for everyone. And I'm sure as a business owner and yoga therapist, you probably like that too, because it's unique. That's what I love about what I do. Everybody's kind of in their own, on their own journey. And so when I mm-hmm. coach people, it's never boring. It's always exciting because <laughs> there's something new happening with each different client. Yes, there is no formula to it. It is yeah. definitely, a, I mean, I, I pray for each client. Because this is not um, me fixing somebody. Yeah. It is God using me as a tool and all the tools that I've learned to just kind of guide that person. So it is, it is definitely not boring. It is definitely yeah. always something new. And yeah. um, I mean, it's a lot of fun too. What do you think you know, that God has taught you in like saying yes to your dream? I know when you said, you were going to go through the training for holy yoga. You were like, it's a, it was a leap of faith. Right. So like, Mm -hmm. what do you feel like God's teaching you in this whole process? Oh, wow. So my, the biggest thing he taught me and why I even started this years ago was, um, that he had a purpose just for me. Like I was designed and born and I was here because he had a purpose for me. And it wasn't, I mean, yes, we serve as, you know, body of Christ, we serve and help other people, but it wasn't just to completely live my life in the shadow of somebody else. It was to live beside somebody else as, you know, 
as the body of Christ, we're all together, but not in the shadow of somebody else always, that God had a design specifically for me and a purpose specifically for me. And that's why I started. And there was a lot in me, um, which you've helped with, um, 12 Step Recoveries helped with to really say like, stop being in the background. Like you have a, a voice, like you are everything that God has put in me, that he's taught me, that he's given me tools for, or there to share with people. Like, you know, and I, I think that's so many, and maybe I'm generalizing, but I think there are a lot of women that shy away from that. They think, oh, I, I really don't have something good enough to share. Yeah. or to do. And, um, you know, we, we are, we are strong. We are resilient. We do have a purpose. And, um, I think that's the biggest thing and that we can do something, you know, so. Amen. Preach. That's my, <laughs> that's my biggest, I don't know. I mean, I just, I wish so many people would just shine with what God's given them. So. Yeah. We layer ourselves with all the stuff the world tells us over the years. And I think there's, Mm -hmm. um, there's this uncovering. I know you're around my age and we have older kids now. And, um, there's this realization of like, wow, I am here for one go around Mm -hmm. and I want to make a difference. You know, I want to serve and I want to but I had, there's something special that God had in plan in, you know, had planned for me when he mm-hmm. made me. <laughs> yeah. um, right. And so sometimes it just takes, again, like we're talking about awareness. Sometimes it just takes um, intentional living to uncover yeah. that. Right. Mm-hmm. To ask yourself, am I, do I feel stuck? Am I happy? Do I have joy? Am I doing this? Cause I want to do this. Or is this something that I feel I have to do? Am I shooting all over myself? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think a lot of that comes into, um, in my, the recovery, I I think, um, one of the trainings I did, Nikki Myers with yoga for 12 step recovery was amazing. So one of the things she says is, um, we, her brain just went blank. I just love that you brought up you, you said who you listen to too, because people might want to be interested or, you know, would be interested in maybe checking out Nikki Myers then yoga for 12, oh, yeah. step 12 step, Nikki Myers for 12, 12 step recovery. She's, um, she's fascinating. And she, she calls like the disease of the lost self. Oh. And, you know, there's so many terms you hear for codependency and all this. And that has been my favorite definition is this, it's the disease of the lost self. And so and we pile all these things that we are trying to protect ourselves on top and all these lies. And so it's really just taking off all those lies to get to our true self, our God-given and to be our God-given design, right? And, um, and over those years of living with an addict and having a mother who passed away in high school, it's, mm. I truly did lose myself. I lost who God had designed me to be. 
And that first yoga class kind of woke up this thing in me and I began, and then going through holy yoga and through these other things began to see that God had a design and a place and a purpose for me. And, um, yeah, I think there are a lot of times we meet lots of women and, and it's a journey. It's not like, that's what I'm saying. It's a journey. There's never anything, this perfect place where we get to this, you know, perfect ending. And that's really the thing I want to give back. And I just use yoga and movement to kind of help get us there. Right. So let's start taking off all these things that we've put on ourselves, these old beliefs. So that's the mind these old spiritual beliefs, maybe that we've come to believe and all that weighs on our body, you know, yeah. it can cause back pain and foot pain. And, and that's kind of that disease of the lost self. When you have the disease of the lost self, you, you take on back pain and foot pain and shoulder pain, because you have all this stuff on you that you are not believing in who God has designed you to believe. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I, I know that will minister to somebody who maybe never, um, you know, maybe they're in pain and they don't know what's going on. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I think that's part of it. You're just kind of, you hear something and, and that's what I always hope this podcast can be for people is, you know, I think of all the times where somebody told us their story and something in it struck a chord in mm -hmm. me. Right. And, yes. and I started waking up to myself. And I think, like you said, it's a process. So we continue to like, listen to other people's stories. And there's always something that God has in there for us. And I, um, on the note of, um, codependency and stuff like that, um, mm -hmm. there's a book that my friend had just recommended. She loves the, um, devotions. It's like a devotional it's daily meditations on codependency. It's the language of letting go by my Melody Beatty. Um, anyway, so good. Um, just throwing it out there. Who knows? I love to give people resources. So I'm glad that you brought up Nikki Myers too. Um, yes. The, I read the language of letting go every morning. Oh, do you? Okay. They have an app. So if you, you can download the app. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, they're just quick, um, quick reads. Um, she's, she's a great author. Yeah. Um, Melody, Melody Baby's a great author for codependency. I love it. Okay. So mm -hmm. speaking of books, um, I know I gave you a little bit of a heads up. I, I love asking my, oh, yes. my four questions. Are you ready? <laughs> kind of. Okay. What is, yes. a, besides the book we just said, what's a book that you love? Well, okay. So I have a hard time playing by the rules, so I don't have one. Okay. I have a few. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um, <clears throat> you've mentioned one of them before. Okay. It was the the body keeps the score. Yeah, by by Bessel van der Kolk. I can never say his name. It's kind yep. of a tongue twister. Um, it's great. And then um, um, Kat, uh, Katie Bowman's the whole body barefoot changed my world on kind of movement. That's She's cool. Kind of the first person, yeah. And then for the heart space, this was one of my favorite. I read it a few years ago. It's called Heart Made Whole by Krista Gifford. Have you ever heard of that book? No, <gasps> I'm writing oh. it down right now and I'll put okay. it in the show notes for everyone listening. Um, so you can follow up with it too. So Chris, Christy Gifford, Heart Made Whole. Krista Gifford. Oh, Krista. Got it. Yeah. 
what is it about or what is it? It's about just um, transforming, transforming your heart and from the past turning your, it's her tagline is turning your unhealed pain into your greatest strength. Oh, amen. (laughs) So all my, all my books are like movement, self-help. I don't read, it's so sad, it's not sad, but I don't have like just books I read out of fun like I, okay. I mean I very rarely read random fun books They're okay I have a random fun, books this is a random fun one I heard about yesterday Andrew okay. McCarthy of like 80s pop culture fame has written a memoir about like being in all the movies in the 80s and the brat pack and it's called brat oh I saw that on your okay. yes so yes, I, I downloaded it I downloaded the audio so yeah. Um, I always thought he was a little funky. Like he wasn't always my favorite, but I feel like he's yeah. going to have some good stories. Yeah. You're good at reading like books like that. Like, you know, yeah. authors, you, you keep up with good books like that. I do. I keep up with whatever's like kind of popular. Like I get a lot of, like mm-hmm. I have American dirt sitting here. A lot of people said to read that. I have one by Kristen Hanna that I, um, the great alone that someone recommended, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm, it's all, it's kind of, Cynthia, it's kind of like a sickness. Like I, <laughs> I can't stop. Like if, you know, there was, there used to be this questionnaire at the end of all the vanity fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the questions was like, what's your greatest extravagance? And it's funny, like, I'm not a real extravagant person. Like I don't need a lot of fancy things, but I think my greatest extravagance is books. I, I spend a lot of money, um, buying books and I have stacks everywhere. I, um, um, I do too. Everywhere. I can't stop. There's worse worse things, right? (laughs) Maybe I do have a lipstick addiction. Oh, you do? Addiction. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite brand of lipstick? Oh, I don't have, oh, of course you asked me on the spot. I don't have it in front of me. I have I have all kinds like you just buy whatever I, I just buy I, it is this thing uh, underneath me of maybe this will be the one right and it's never <laughs> the one well I don't know it, I feel like the lipstick companies have really had it hard with the masks because I haven't worn lipstick in like a year <laughs> really yeah I wear I put it on and then just well yeah <laughs> okay I still work yeah I feel so like those I are need- my books I need to start a thing. Maybe I will on the website. That's just like all the books ever recommended on this podcast. Cause there's so many good ones. Um, oh, that would be good. Be yeah. Good. Um, okay. What about a movie that you love? Oh, you're going to laugh. <laughs> my, my movie standards are not high. No, good. I like that. Me either. <laughs> these are, these are see. And again, I can't pick just one. These okay. are my two favorite <laughs> Greece two. Wait. Sweet Home Alabama. I know. Go ahead. Okay, laugh. Sweet Home Alabama, hundred percent. Every time it's on, if I'm flipping channels, I have to watch it. Every single moment of it, I love. I know by heart. Yes. Um, yes. Grease two. Two. Grease two. <laughs> I can't tell you. I like, with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I have watched it. Probably over twenty five, easily. Oh my gosh. I did not like Greece too. I love, love, love Greece. Obvi, but yeah. Greece too. Interesting. I can almost quote the whole movie and sing like every song. So like where the guy was from Australia. Yes. 
the biker yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh so funny so you want to hear a funny story about that yes okay so I was asked on a date in high school from a guy from another school that went to a private school and he ended up going to Juilliard for like theater. Okay. So we're driving around in high school in his Jeep and you know, he's, was a great guy. We grew up playing tennis together. Very nice guy. And in the middle of the date, he asks, so what's your favorite movie? Now this is a guy that's going to Juilliard, right? (laughs) And I said, Oh, Greece too. And the look on his face was like, that was a deal breaker. No, it was a total deal breaker. <laughs> never, never, ever again. I mean, he's a nice guy. We, I mean, I haven't talked to him in a while, obviously, but um, yeah, oh my total God. deal breaker. It was the deal breaker of the night. <laughs> well, it's so funny you say that because my husband and I went, we knew each other in high school and he has this story of, he was driving me around. I was in the back seat, and he was playing some music I mean, he was kind of a headbanger, like black t-shirt guy in high school. Yeah. And I was like, don't you have any like Bruce Springsteen or Paul Young? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he will not let me live that down he's like remember when you and and I I will go to my grave saying I think Bruce Springsteen is like I always say he's the greatest lyricist of all time and my husband gets so bugged by him he can't stand him but he was like the Paul Young thing made him laugh but I used to love Paul Young in high school yeah. do you remember yeah. him um he was he the one with the dancers behind him Mm-mm. Oh, no. I don't know, but he was every time you go away, you take a piece of me with you. Oh yeah. 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 I know. We probably yeah. had the same music taste yes. in high school. Yeah. Our husbands sound like they have the same music <laughs> taste. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So that's awesome. All right. So we got the movie, yeah. got the book. What about who yeah. is someone you admire? Okay. So at this current moment, there's a guy named Perry Nicholson. And okay. he has a program or a website called Stop Chasing Pain. Wait, and Stop I, Chasing Pain? Mm-hmm. Okay. He, I have learned so much from him. So I love and admire people who don't just go the way people say you should go. Like he thinks way out of the box. He is... Um, very like you will learn things you know if you're a yoga teacher listening to this and you want to learn something or a movement or something and you're thinking you want to learn something new about pain or the diaphragm or something he is he's fascinating so anyway he's my I just everything on his Instagram um, I probably share a lot of his stuff on you know in my stories from his Instagram he's I love that yeah. So I love my current that inspires you. That's kind of yeah. new. Like when you first discover someone and you're like, Oh my gosh, where's this person been all my life? <laughs> yes. He's just, he's very, very interesting. And then my other person is my godmother. They, she has been kind of my whole life. Mm. Um, she kind of, she and her husband were the ones that kind of introduced me to Christ when I was younger. Oh, I love that. Yeah. She's always been a, great inspiration. That's so awesome. Okay. And then what is, um, one good piece of advice you've received? You know, growing up, I was always told to question everything. And I just, 
it's always kind of just been who I am. Yeah. yeah. Question the preachers at church, question your teachers, question every piece of advice you get. And um, I don't know, maybe it's bad. It's something my, I love it. I mean, yeah. I, I just, no, I think it's, it's great. how I learn. It's how I learn. I just don't take someone's, you know, um, what they say, but take it, make sure it's the right thing, make sure it's true and learn from it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I remember I had a priest growing up who I, I asked a lot of questions and I've always been like spiritually curious and mm-hmm. I didn't always like, you know, I grew up Catholic, but when I was 13, um, a friend of mine, you know, asked me if I had asked Jesus into my heart. And so mm-hmm. kind of started me on this journey of like asking a lot of questions. Like, why do we, why do they say this? And we don't say that, or why do Mm -hmm. we do this in church? Or what does this mean? And I remember my priest saying, this is so good. Never stop asking questions. We do not want you to check your brain at the door. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it has really stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And I think what it, what it showed me too in that moment. And just I've seen in life is God's not offended by my questions. Absolutely. I agree. Yes. You know, and I think, yes, I'm like, yes, amen. Yes. And amen. And I got offended by me and yeah. And Mm -hmm. so I think sometimes when that's one thing I bow up against is when people act like, just don't ask anything, don't say anything, just do what you're being told. Like that to me is like, toxic. Like I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Huge red flag to me. Yes. Huge red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Because truth, truth isn't afraid of being questioned. Correct. Like God is God, whether you believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, that's what I was going to say. Cause truth is always the truth. Whether you question it, I was going to say the same thing. And it should be that way. If we're doing, you know, questioning something in yoga like why do we always do this like why do we say the knee should never go over the foot why why I mean like literally questioning everything um you know questioning our spiritual beliefs questioning you know I mean I hate to say political beliefs questioning everything why do we say that why because whatever's the truth is going to sift through and land true amen yeah So good. Okay. So if people want to work with you or learn more about what you're doing, where can they find you? Um, the greatest place to start would just be on my Instagram at yoga dot in 3d. And there's a link in the bio. Um, that's a link that says start here. Um, that will take you to my website or Instagram either way. Awesome. So I'm going to put your links and stuff in the show notes. So if you're listening and you're walking or driving or something right now, um, don't worry, you can go to greatbigyes.com and you can get a link to the podcast and a link to all the ways um, that you can follow up with Cynthia or learn more about what she's doing or work with her. And where are you located? I'm in the Dallas area, but I do do Zoom. Okay. So you can do stuff online or in person. Yes. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Cynthia, so much. Thank you for sharing your story with us and what you do. I love what you do. It's so needed right now. And I know this conversation will bless people. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I always love chatting with you.